0: There is no coming to consciousness without pain. People will do anything, no matter how absurd, to avoid facing their own soul. One does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. Swiss psychiatrist Carl Jung. In other words, the greater the darkness, the greater the light. Or to sum it up, it's time to face your demons. This is the Josiah Smith Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? Josiah here, and welcome back to another episode of the Josiah Smith Podcast, coming to you from the greater Philadelphia area, the city of the underdog turned champion. Uh, If you are listening to this uh, episode on any... Uh, podcast platform. This is episode fourteen of the show. But if you're watching this on YouTube, this is the very first podcast episode of the channel. If you are watching this on YouTube, if you stumbled across the channel, welcome guys. thank you for stopping by. I'm glad that you're here. If you enjoy this, uh, episode, uh, don't forget to smash the like button, subscribe to the channel as it helps the show grow. Uh, if you have anything that you want to share, just you know comment down below and I'll be happy to uh, reply to any, th- any of your uh, questions, comments, or concerns. Uh, with that, let's go ahead and get started on the show. <laughs> so it is October 5th, 2022, and I am just blown away about how you know the whole year has gone by like in a snap um i was i remember last friday uh i was in center city with my son's mother and we were walking down broad street and of course this was the day before the remnants of hurricane ian hit philly where it rained for four agonizing days Surprisingly, though, I was energized. Usually, rainy days make, make me feel like a little low, low vibe. But strangely enough, I was actually like in good spirits. Um, so yeah, it was cold. It was gray. was wearing my jacket. And I looked at my son's mother and I said, you know, it. I know it's October, but it already feels like... It, this is it's December and Christmas is just days away, and she looked at me and she said, "Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about that too." <laughs> I mean, like I was even like in um, Macy's, um, the week before, and the, it was like the end of September, and they were already putting up their Christmas decorations. And I'm thinking to myself, "Oh boy." I've been having Christmas music playing in my in the back of my mind uh, the last few days and um even listening to um Batman Arkham Origins version of Carol Carol of the bells. um I like that because it's it's dark, sinister, it's actually uh, called the Joker theme, but I digress so anyway, in the spirit of festivity. Because now the holidays are in full swing, uh, this is the month of Halloween, the season of the witch, and I wanted to go ahead and dedicate the podcast episodes of October to talking about, you know, psychics, witches, and demons, and everything paranormal and spooky. Um, I am gonna have my sister Carly, uh, come on the show next week, uh, and she will be giving her sto- uh, testimony, her story about how she, when she was in high school, uh, she, she got like into the goth phase, um, started dabbling into witchcraft, and that opened the door to a as she described it, almost like a Jack Skellington type of um, demonic entity. And so she's going to be coming on the show. She's going to be talking about how she overcame that. And as a result, she became fear, uh, a very fearless woman. Like, r- literally nothing scares her anymore. <laughs> I've tried, like, you know, scaring her in the past just for for kicks and – she would look at me and she said, and she would say, Nothing scares me anymore. Not since, you know, not since, you know, the the that encounter. So I'm looking forward to that. But uh today's episode is all about uh the dark night of the soul. Now, you would kind of, you would think listening to to that, it almost sounds like the title of a, of a perfect horror movie. Uh, the dark, uh, my dark night of the soul, it it kind of felt like I was like, you know, Dante going through like, you know, the nine circles of hell. Because for those of you who don't, for those of you watching and listening that are um, in the new age spirituality community, you already know, like, you know, what I'm talking about when it comes to the dark night of the soul. But for everyone else that um, is not religious or is of the Christian faith and doesn't have like any knowledge of the occult. Um, basically, what the dark night of the soul is, um, it's a um, a purging process. It's a period in, in a person's life where, you know, they experience symptoms of powerlessness, hopelessness, hopelessness. Um, they no longer uh, have like any love, love in the things that they were once passionate in, about or interested in. Um, they have like a, a loss of purpose. Like, yeah, you know, they they ask themselves, like, you know, I, I, why why am I here? You know, just. And during my time, I felt like that too. I kept acting, saying to myself, "Well." You know, I thought I knew my what my purpose was, because like my in my background, I came from a I come from a very devout Christian family, and in my early twenties, I was actually studying to be a a pastor. You know, I had such a uh, a passion f- uh, for God. Um, I didn't want to see anyone go to hell. Um, I still love I still love God, um, and. You know, I was studying for my pastoral credentials, but unfortunately, uh, I didn't get the credentials. Uh, The district council gave me um, an ultimatum and I refused. And so at that point, I thought to myself, okay, well, I thought my purpose was to be a pastor, but that didn't go so well. So what do I do with my life? And, you know, I. Of course, I, I got angry at God, and I walked away, and during that period of my life, I just said to myself, well, you know, I just feel like that I, I'm i just here to exist for just God's amusement, and, and so, yeah, uh, like I said, I... I If you wanna know more, um, just uh, go uh, back to um, the podcast episodes. It's it's a three-parter called um, My Testimony of Faith. Um, And that was requested by my uh, co-worker, um, Brandon. So fast forward, um, it was the summer of 2019 and i had just gotten through a a breakup with um with my ex-girlfriend and of course that you know connection f- officially came to an end last summer last july um and some of you may be thinking like well why were you Still hanging around your with your ex at that time. Well, because I really thought that she was the one. You know, I really believed uh, that she was my soulmate. You know, like you know, we always had a connection, and she even she even uh, agreed with me. She because uh, I rem- remember remember um, one time she said uh, that she. Knew that there was a connection between us, but it was hard for her to uh, to explain it. Um. So, uh, what happened? She went back in June, in like late June of 2019. She went back to Puerto Rico, where she was originally from, and, um. When I had asked her what was you know you know where do we stand, uh, she said you know she just wants to drink, party, have fun, be a different version of her because she earns it. Uh, words were said, and she said that she was done with me, and then. A couple weeks later, she messages me on WhatsApp, and she said that she was getting back together with her partner, the man that she's still with right now. Uh, And she, I told her that it was a bad idea to get back with him. She said she, um, she knew it was a bad idea, but of course, you know, she gave me the. She gave me and her dad, you know, the same excuse that she was like, you don't understand, Joe. Nobody understands. I love him. And I said, and so then I asked, and what am I, chop liver? And she said no. And I'm thinking to myself, then what the hell? So I tried begging. I did it all. I begged. I pleaded. I begged her to not get back together with him to give us a a chance. And she said, you're not listening to me, Joe. We are, like, he and I are getting back together. And I was... I didn't take it too well. So we didn't speak to each other uh, for, like, a few weeks. And then in... August early August, uh, she came back to the states from Puerto Rico and she still kept me around. and but like she was like but for like a while, she was very cold um, towards me, almost like you know treating me as if I didn't exist. And of course, during that time, um, at my last job, um I had a coworker. Uh her name was Melody. And, you know, I, I started like, you know, sharing uh her about my faith in Christ. And she would start, you know, talking about, you know, new age spirituality stuff with me. And now like, you know, for me, I've always been the kind of person that's been open minded. Um, you know, like in my early years. I had studied all kinds of different religions. Um I even even, even had like you know uh, knowledge in uh in the occult, demonology things like that. So I had like a basic understanding of what she was talking about. So like we had like a mutual dialogue. Um but Melody was basically you know the one who had kind of like opened the door and I Had the choice of whether or not to actually walk through that door or not. So it was still early August. I'm sitting in my car outside of a Chinese restaurant that I usually go to. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I'm going to do something that I've never done before, something crazy. Now, of course, you know, when you go through a bad breakup or any, or yeah. If you go through a bad breakup, you are going to do like a, we all know that we've done a lot of stupid stuff to try to ease the pain within us, uh, try to get our ex to come back. <laughs> you know, been there, done it, we've all we in preaching to the choir, you know. So, but anyway, I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to do something that I've never done before. And I'm just gonna go ahead and do it, just you know, for for kicks and giggles. But I'm going to have a psychic reading, <laughs> and so I I went onto Google, I found um uh, a psychic, uh her uh not gonna use her real name, so I'm just gonna call her Amy. Um, so I found Amy on Google, and. You know, I called her, scheduled an appointment. Then the next day, I went down to see her, and I didn't say anything. You know, because I was very familiar with how psychics. A lot of psychics, you know, operate. A lot of them are fakes, um, but there are those that actually, you know, they they're they're not they're the real deal. I've I've encountered fakes, and I've encountered a few that are. You know, like I said, they know their stuff, they're the real deal. Um, so I went down to see Amy, didn't say anything, and she looked at me with like those big, big piercing eyes of hers, and she said, you were in a marriage that, you know, that ended. And I said, yes, I, I was married, and I it only lasted for about like a year and a half, and she said yes but you were also you were also in a another re- relationship one that had a lot of passion a lot of strong emotions and this was a a soulmate uh relationship and i thought about my ex girlfriend now like you know for my ex girlfriend's name i'm not going to use her real name um So, I will just refer to my ex as Rosa. So, I thought about Rosa and I said, Yeah, um, I was in a relationship with my ex, uh, Rosa, and that relationship came to like a, a, it didn't end so well. And so, she said that, you know, there was like a lot of negative energy around me and she wanted to help me. Clear all that up. So, in my state of, you could say, naivete, (laughs) um, I thought, okay, give it a shot. Why not? You know. So, um, I paid her for her services, and a couple days later, I went back to see her. And she said, "So, you know, I did some meditation on you, and uh, I will say, and I'm going to say this before we start this work, you are going to be questioning your beliefs because she knew that that I was that she knew uh, my my Christian faith." She said that I was going to be questioning a lot of, of the old things that I believed in, um, and that I was also going to be, um, ex, looking within and seeing like a lot of things about myself that I didn't like. Um, but if I still wanted to go through with it, and if I stay committed to the work, then. Um, I will come out stronger, better in the end, and so I thought, okay, why not? And of course, like you know, this was still um, my in like my early years of also being in the you know self help, self development community, and so like so from two thousand, so we started in August of 2019, uh two thousand nineteen and uh 2020 was <laughs> those were uh dark times you know and you know i i hear i i've heard like a lot of people like in the spiritual community like in, in, like in the past couple of uh, 2 years um was that you know when you're doing like all this you know shadow work all this um, Negative energy cleansing, you know, you're gonna have like a lot of things that come to an end. Now, of course, like you know, when I started uh, doing this work, <laughs> um, I was actually so committed to it that I was on YouTube when you know watching like you know um, videos on manifestations, law of attraction. Uh, watching, I was like watching tarot um, channels. Um, I went down to a crystal store and I was buying sage and crystals and pendulums <laughs> tarot cards. I I went all I was like all in it. Um and uh for like you know, for at one point like my parents thought that I had basically pledged my allegiance to Satan and I was telling them no, I no I I I'm not pledging my allegiance to the devil. Uh, that was like a that wasn't that was a day um you know i was uh, seeing a lot of synchronicities like uh, repeating numbers i was like seeing like 1111 11, 999, 888, 333 uh so yeah i can go on and on but so 2020 was the dark times. You know, I was struggling financially. Like I was my bank account was always in the negative. Uh, and during that time, I had, you know, thought to myself, well, um, uh, because like I was still in connection with Rosa and her partner's uh, uh is a registered male nurse and I thought to myself okay well what can I do? What kind of a career can I have to match his without me going back to to college? Um, because, you know, one of the things that Rosa told me the night before she went back to Puerto Rico, uh, she was saying that there was no future between us. Uh, she would have, and she said that she would have to get a part. She said, and I quote, "You know, I would have to get a part-time job, and you work at Walmart." At the time, I was a a supervisor at Walmart, Um, and I I thought to myself, "Ouch! That wow that that really that really hurts." Because I thought, if you love me, my income shouldn't be a factor. Uh, And then, of course, like you know, during that time, I was also on YouTube, uh, heavily engrossed in Red Pill. Manosphere content, basically, like all these men's, you know, red pill coaches and dating coaches say that, you know, the reason why you suck with women is because you're fat, you're broke, you're lazy, and you gotta, you know, lift heavy weights. You gotta, you know, really make mad money because women are hypergamous, and that's all they care about is money, money, money. You know, so on and so so forth. And so, I thought, okay. Rosa's partner is a nurse. Um, I've been working out um, for like you know the last couple of years. I love fitness, so you know what? I'm going to be a fitness trainer. <laughs> so I went on to ISSA, got my uh, certification in August of 2020, um, and I actually did not renew my credentials uh, th- this uh, August when they expired because. You know, that was one that was part of the process of the dark night of my dark night of the soul was that, you know, I was comparing a lot, a lot of myself to Rose's partner. And, you know, I thought, okay, well, I guess, you know, the real reason why I did this was because I was trying to prove myself to her. Because I'm like, yeah, a lot of fitness coach, like online fitness coaches, you know, they can make six and sometimes seven figures, you know, depending on how good they are and how they market their brand. Um, But from what I've seen on social media, everyone's wanting to be a fitness trainer. Everybody's wanting to be a a health coach. (laughs) And so, yeah, I'm just thinking to myself, you know, I was doing this all all this for the for the wrong reasons. So I'm letting that go. And you know, that was like a little that was like a little hard for me because my ego was saying, no, no, I can do this, I can be a fitness coach, no, I need I I, I have to prove myself to Rosa. It, it's like s- stop it. Just let that just let it go. Just let it go. Um so yeah. It, you know, like my, so yeah, twenty twenty was definitely the dark times. Like, you know, I, I was basically broke. Um, then I had, then I got fired at, uh, at my job at Walmart. Um, basically, me constantly thinking about, uh, Rosa, uh, was causing business, uh, on my end to suffer, and, you know. I said things that were taken out of context, and I had lost my job. And but then I, I quickly found like a, a better job in it, at Amazon, and it was funny too because one psychic reading that I did have, I asked, and this is like when I was you know struggling like with my finances where I was like in the negative and going like in like the the overdraft. I asked uh, this one psychic who was an expert in wealth and business. I asked him, "So, what's my financial state going to be like?" And he said, "Well, your financial, your finances, you're still going to struggle a little bit for the re- for the first half of this year, but then the next, but then the second half during the summer." is when you are, your finances are gonna get better. Uh, and then I had a, a friend who did like a reading, and I asked her about my current job at Walmart uh, at the time, and she said, um, well, you're not gonna be there for too much longer, uh, you actually, I see you um, not you know, being there until June. Um, well, she was close, I actually got fired from Walmart at the end of July, but uh, my finances actually did get better because I uh, cashed in my four hundred one k. I had about like uh, I think uh, eight thousand dollars saved up in my four hundred one k. So you know, once when I cashed out my four hundred one k, and then uh, I immediately uh, got hired at Amazon. And I was making more money there than I was at Walmart. I was like, well, wow. You know, that one cycle was right. My finances were actually getting better. So money was good. Um, but I was still hanging, uh, still talking with Rosa. You know, it was, I was still trying to prove my worth to her. And, you know, it wasn't until 2021 was when I was really starting to go within myself and really start facing my inner demons. And looking back on a lot on my past, you know, I've always thought of myself as a kind person. Um, but looking back, there were a lot of times where I was actually cruel, mean spirited, and hateful to people, especially people that, you know, didn't deserve it. Um, and just even thinking about that you know like when I, when I realized that um I was actually depressed for a solid week and then like you know I was really you know questioning my faith uh in God and you know during that time I you know I could uh, hear, you know, God uh, say to me, you know, I love you, you know, come home. And I did a lot of crying. I did a lot of repenting. I had to, like, really forgive myself. I had to... Really let go of a lot of things that didn't serve me. Um, I am actually out of time, <laughs> but to wrap it all up, like I said, this is actually this is actually is a long story. But to wrap it all up, um, the dark night of the soul—it's it, like a person. It is like you know going through hell because you're having to look within yourself, and you're having to really. Battle your your own ego, like really. What the Dark Night of the Soul is, it's basically death of the ego, um, which uh, David Dita in his uh, said in his book uh, The Way of the Superior Man is that that's actually a man's true sense of freedom. Like you know, death to the self, and only few men are able to do that. Um, but one of the things that, that came out of my Dark Night of the Soul was that. Um, I actually felt a lot more happy, I felt okay being alone, I had, like, a a new sense of purpose, and I had, you know, really a better sense of freedom, and I've learned to, like, really love and appreciate myself, so, I'm gonna end it here, guys, um, I'm going to go ahead and stop recording on the podcast. Stay strong. Fight hard. I'll see you next time. And...